Take advantage of Johnson & Johnson's winter wellness event and get rewarded. It pays to be prepared for the season. Get sweet deals from Johnson & Johnson's Winter Wellness Event now through December 3rd. If you purchase $15 or $25 of participating products at BJ's, you can get a $5 or $10 reward. Plus, you can even enter to win a Visa Rewards card. Purchase at BJ's, upload your receipt, and choose your reward. It pays to be prepared at BJ's. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. another film junkies episode and my sidekick over here or can i i guess i'll be sidekick because this is your choice this is your choice so i'll be robbing this time <laughs> <laughs> tell them what tell them what we're talking about mr Rasso. we are talking today about the film the story of ricky now i've heard it when I first found out about this movie, everybody was telling me, did you see that Ricky O movie? And I'm like, Ricky O. They're like, yeah, Ricky, R-I-K-I-O-H. I could never yeah. find it. I'm like, what? What? I don't know what. Yeah. The story of Ricky. His name was Ricky Ho, not O, but oh, well, you know, the 90s were, you know, lazy time. You know, movies from China. Yeah. Uh, and it was filmed or it was released in 1991. So it's it's an old one and it's a crazy one. I, I I tell you when when you told me about it and that I I want to say I've seen clips of it before and then you told me about it and I was like yeah I got to see this so um I was able to watch it and man it is is every bit of you know just cheesy goodness that you could get out of it like that I mean this is just B movie as it gets but like you said it's from China um dubbing is <laughs> terrible oh, <yeah. laughs> But I really appreciated the practical effects of this movie. I, I I thought they did for the time that it came out. I think they did a pretty decant job. Oh yeah, I mean it's no Stan Winston or anything. No. But, you know, for, <laughs> and I, now I don't know the I don't know if it's a mainland China film or if it was Hong Kong. I'm assuming because of the violence and the it looked like maybe from Hong Kong because communist China at the time they were 
a little more strict with their movies, but stuff out of Hong Kong, it was still a British uh, province then. So they get they got to do a little more. So I don't know which part of China it came from, but it's a, it's a wacky movie. It's a wacky movie. Well, and you told me that this was based off a uh, manga. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I looked it up. I want to I want to read the manga, but um, uh, I guess have you you've already been through the manga part of it, like you've read it and everything. And no, I never I never got to read it. What 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 introduced me to the movie, first and foremost, was, you know, back in the mid 90s when everybody, you know, Internet, we were still getting in the mail AOL discs every 10 minutes. <laughs> And yeah. then, you know, and then Juno started sending out, get Juno for free. So it's like, <laughs> it was dial up. I had to wait for the modem to do it. So, so I had, uh, I saw a gif, a gif of when you punched the guy and, and everything came out. And I'm like, what the hell did I just see? And then I saw another gif of the, the punch in the face. I'm like, okay, this is, I got to find out what this movie is. So I dug and dug. I finally got into a, a chat room. An AOL chat room. That's how, you know, like I said, it's a long time ago. And I explained what I was looking at. They're like, oh, that's the story of Ricky. That's Ricky O. I'm like, okay, well, how do I get it? And everybody said, oh, you can download it. Well, I didn't want to download it because it was going to take like 73 weeks, it said, according yeah. to, the, to, to, the, to the app. So I was like, nah, I'll just wait. And then I totally forgot about it. it didn't yeah. Think nothing of it. And then I was living in Kentucky. And I came across some clips of it. And I'm like, okay, I've got to find it now. I got to find it. And I found it on eBay. And as a matter of fact, I got it right here. Let's this, see it. This I bought. Oh, wow. I got a little bit of a glare. I bought this. Oh, okay. eBay. Yeah. Um, and it is a, everything's written in Chinese. But wow. It's a, it's, it's a bootleg copy. Says www.kulala.com. I don't know what Kulala is, but but I got it off of eBay. It's actually got their Mandarin language, uh, another Chinese track, and subtitles. So whoever put this together really put some effort into it, and then wow. sold it for and then sold it for ten dollars. Nice. It, but it's the best quality bootleg I've ever got off of eBay. I know you can buy them now, legit, but you know this was early 2000s you couldn't still couldn't get imported stuff legit back then so, yeah. <laughs> so that so that's how i was introduced by gifts that that that's it, you know and, and then and then once i got it i realized this is the coolest b movie type i have seen in a long time and the fact that it came from china whether it be hong kong or not it was like this was wacky i mean it, it's, it's just wacky no, it, it it is, and and the story with it, I guess, uh, it, it's in in the near in the distant future of two thousand and one. Yeah, <laughs> two thousand and one. All the um, all the prisons have been privatized, um, you know, and Ricky gets thrown in this prison. Of course, we don't we don't know why he's there until I guess a little bit later. We we get to figure out why he is in prison with all these crazy people but everything is and i thought that was neat about the movie like every block had its own gang you had their yeah. own gang leader and you know he just gets thrown in the middle of this with a crazy ass warden <laughs> oh no assistant warden assistant the warden's warden. not there that's right 
Yeah, but, he doesn't show up until later on. Yeah, he shows up. Uh, I guess he was on vacation. But anyway, Ricky gets thrown into this crazy prison. He's kind of like the quiet, strong type dude. And everybody's just kind of like wary of him. Like, who's this guy? And of course, everybody else is either just a normal person or a crazy character that's part of a gang. Right. And uh, what is it? Uh, I want to say it was uh, the guy's name was Samuel. Was it the first one he met where him and his buddies were punking this old dude around? This old man had a little train. He had this wooden train he made for his son. And I want to say that there's this guy, he's he's like the, you know, him and his little cronies are in the bathroom. They see this dude and they start messing with him. Yeah. And, 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 you know, punking him around. And I'll tell you what, that, that one tool, what, what, it was like a wood carving tool. And they hit him in the face. Like they grabbed that from him. He had it on his person. He, they grabbed it from the guy they're punking around and they hit him in the face with it. And it's like a wood scraping tool. And that yeah. effect right there, I really enjoy. I was like, holy shit, that's pretty cool. <laughs> like, I don't know how they did that, but it, it, it looked legit, you know? Yeah. I pulled up the, yeah, I pulled it up. It says by 20, by 2001 AD. Yeah. Cap- <laughs> capitalist countries have privatized all government organizations, prisons, like car parks have become franchise businesses. It's like of all the things you want to give an example of privatized businesses, you're going to use car parks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it should have been like banks or like retail, but it's like, like a car park. Yeah. But, we went parking lots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we but you knew Ricky was no joke from the very beginning. Cause you, yeah, you did. They, they, they bring him in and they're like, put them through the metal detector. And it beeps, and they go to hit him. And he throws up his arms, and he stops them from hitting him. I'm oh, like, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, this guy's this this guy's no joke. <laughs> and then he opens up his shirt and does you know how you know Chinese movies like to do that you know stuff yeah. like that. So he opens his shirt and goes, <laughs> and they scan him. And when he get to his stomach, it beeps. So they slam him up against the wall. There just happens to be an X-ray machine here. Yeah, and then <laughs> and they X-ray him, and he's got like a whole clip of bullets in his body. Oh yeah, five, uh, five, I think to be exact. Five yeah, and bullets, I, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's still alive. I mean, his heart's right there, as long as like, how's this guy still alive? But, <laughs> he's a badass. That's when I realized, you know, this Ricky's no joke. I mean, he's no joke. Yeah, he's he would he did Fifty Cent before Fifty Cent, you know, was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it, that was funny to me too. It's like, what? And then they they scan him, and, <laughs> and when that went up, I'm like, are they trying to say his balls are steel? And then he's like, look at him, he has like five bullets in. Him. <laughs> and I was like, I, he would be dying. He would be I mean, dead yeah. in real life. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to say anything about myself, but I have been behind those bars before. There was no X-ray machines. Yeah, if they if they, but, if, they thought, if they thought you had something in you, they looked in you. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I mean, it, it, yeah, you can't just have an x-ray machine. There's like radiation involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't just throw someone up against the wall. But I, I get what they're trying to do. They were just like, here, here's, you know, we're going to show how badass this guy is. Yeah. And, but, and, and, I, and I'm not trying to say anything negative <laughs> about the Asian, Asian's culture, but they're a little different than us um, where we can have. You know, 
they don't have a problem in this country showing nudity on in movies and stuff. But over there, they kind of frown upon nudity. But over here, we don't like ultraviolence gets to the MPAA and you have to go. Yeah. Over there, they love violence. I mean, you see violence and kids smoke it. Pokemon's pretty violent over there. And then it comes over here and they get edited. But um, this was a very uh, violent manga. But the... The fact that, you know, China, of all places, turned it into a movie, it just shows the difference, you know, in the cultures, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it was just, it just, up, up nowadays it's different. Here in America, we see wacky stuff now. But back in the 90s, we didn't see Mm-mm. too much, you know. There was a few movies from back in my day. I don't know if you remember there was this one real famous one called truth or dare, not the new one with the girl, but this one was an old one. Maybe we'll do it one day where, well, I don't want to get into it if we might do it. So I'll just leave it. We did have, we did have gore fests back in the eighties, but this one wasn't all dark and grainy. And I mean, they look like they put a lot of effort into it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, until then I, the only real violence I saw was, you know, like I said, older horror movies and, uh, Never in the comics, never. I hadn't seen manga. The most violent thing I had seen up, you know, when I was a kid, younger, was Vampire Hunter D, and that wasn't that violent. Yeah. No, it was. was, So this was the first really, like, really violent movie I saw. And, but the more I watch it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's, because they just took one, like the mangas, you know, mangas are in volumes. So you get more story. This is so, you know, all rushed. over the place. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I got, I got that 100% where it was, it was rushed. And some of the stuff they throw in there is like, what, why did you have to do that? Or let's, let's get to the point that you're trying to make, you know, but right. I, I, I took it with, like you said, it's a, it's a different culture and it really, to me, and I, I watched it with my oldest son, and to, uh, he was like, "Man, this is like a, uh, it's like an anime, and it, it really has that that feel of it with with the sound effects and some of the camera work actually, which made it really really cool. Some of the stuff that they had in it, and that's um, where they did a good job. I mean, nowadays, even in some movies, when you want to do blood spurts, oh, throw some CGI. This, you know, when the blood would spurt out, yeah. <laughs> it was real effects. I mean, there had to have been some poor guy off the side going, yeah. to, to, build <laughs> that, to build that pressure so when it popped, it blew everywhere. Yeah, he, he had his arm in a sling after this movie. Yeah. Uh, it, I, yeah, you're right. Because, you know, I, I they did have some parts of it where it's like the, you know, you've seen it before. Someone gets arm chopped up and looks like a hose busted, (laughs) but they didn't really harp on that aspect too much. They did. However, do some cool stuff with uh, practical effects. Uh, For instance, like the bathroom scene I mentioned before where Ricky trips, the guy that's being an asshole. (laughs) And you can tell it's a dummy that hits the plank and it has a, it's like a, for some reason, there's a plank of wood with nails sticking out of it, just right there. <laughs> and he falls face first, and then he's like this, you know, and he, he has his fa- hand over his face, and th- you see the board, you know, the nails and everything. I thought they did a pretty good job with that. And oh, of course, yeah. they, they, you know, then he ends up, you know, disfigured a little bit <laughs> from that accident. But how they did it, 
yeah, you're like, oh, okay. I, I could tell that's a dummy, but how they did the shots and everything, I kind of respect that, how they were like, you know, well, this is the best we can do. Let's try to do it. And one of the things that kept me going, well, come on, come on, was when they were telling – they were talking about Ricky's backstory, but instead of just doing it all in one chunk, it was they'd show a little bit of it, then there'd be a movie, then there'd be a little bit of it. Like you yeah. find out what happened to this girl in the picture till later. And it's like, it's like, why are you just tell us now? It's like, you know, I want to know, you know, why is he the way he is? You know. But I like when he was younger and they showed him in the cemetery and his have you and his master's like, have you learned? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> My kung fu is all good now, and he's doing all this stuff. I just go ahead. Then he goes to run after the hits. Let me show you, teacher. And his teacher does one thing and knocks him right on his ass. And Ricky's, why'd you do that? Because you're not ready, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I made a joke to my son. We're we're watching that old scene, and this this scene is it's a cool scene, but the, the his old uh, his uncle. Yeah. Or his uncle is throwing headstones at him the whole time, and he's breaking them. He's just like, you know, lifts his arm up, boom, breaks this one, breaks it, and kicks it. And then I told my son, I said, you know, the next day someone's going to walk by and go, I swear to God, there was a cemetery here. <laughs> like, all the headstones are gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just... Uh, it was just a headstone busting fest, and I, I made that joke, and we laughed. And But it, it is... Uh, it, and that's where the campiness comes from, but it it doesn't turn you off from it. It's just like, what the hell? This is this is funny. Like, why are they doing this in a cemetery of all places? But yeah, that's I what think. they did. <laughs> and, and and his his uncle's all dressed up in old like kung fu monk style clothes. Yeah. And Ricky's got on like a cardigan sweater yeah. and dress blacks. It's like, why is his <laughs> uncle look like a street vendor? And you look like you're going to go to Harvard. It's like, I did. It's like, it's like, I did. But then later we realized he was, he lived in the city. See, at mm -hmm. the beginning, I thought Ricky was a villager like his uncle. But then later on, we see, okay, he lived in the city. So that explains the cardigan that he wore in every scene, by the way. Yes. Every he did. flashback scene, he was night or day, he was wearing the same clothes. So Ricky didn't have a very wide wardrobe. No, he does not. <laughs> It's either that or it like in the prison with his uh, prison shirt buttoned open, like all the all nothing's buttoned up. It's showing his uh, chest and in his six pack, and of course you know, or he doesn't have a shirt on at all, and it's just his pants. Yeah, <laughs> and he's kicking ass. That's I what mean, he does. The actor who played Ricky must have been like, I put in a lot of work, so I want you to see my exactly. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Dude was ripped though. Dude was ripped. He was. He had that Bruce Lee body, no fat, and just you know. I, he did, and, and I, I kind of, you know, kind of go off course a little bit. I looked into him. I was like, "Is this guy still alive?" And he is. He's still acting. I think the last thing he he acted in it. I, I'm not even going to mention the movie because I can't even remember what it was called. But <laughs> it was like in 2019. So I mean, he's he's still doing stuff. See, when it comes to these Chinese movies, sometimes I wonder, because I don't know how much of the Chinese movie culture scene you're, that you're familiar with, but a lot of people like Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan didn't start off knowing martial arts. He went to that Chinese theater school Oh, okay. where, where they teach you these kind of things, but they're not, it's not like going like Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was taught Kung Fu by a real master, whereas Jackie Chan went to 
a college, like a school, but they're a strict school. I mean, they hit you, they bruise you, you know, they're the one, you know, they stand there with a stick and they go like this and you have to, if you miss just one jump, then they hit you with it. But yeah. they're, tra- they're training them so they can go on tour into the villages and towns to do acting. But because acting involves, you know, work it, when it comes to China, you know, let's tell, let's, let's, let's put on a, a show and go on the road with it about our past and during this era well we had people who did kung fu back then they didn't have guns and that's they were everybody's beating each other up hand to hand so they went to a school and they learned how to hand to hand but it's like theater so mm-hmm. so sometimes i see these old movies from back in the day and i'm wondering okay is this guy no martial arts or was he trained in the theater now i know a lot of them eventually go and learn how to do martial arts because they don't want to be one of those guys where I'm a Kung Fu master on screen, but I can't do shit in real life. Yeah. So I, I think they eventually do. But I've always wondered, like this guy, Ricky, I wonder, did he just, was he trained in theater or was he an actual martial artist? You know, that's that's would, that's something know. to look into. No, I'm I, that's interesting. I didn't know that about Jackie yeah. Chan. So that yeah. that's something interesting to look into. I mean, that's, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I don't know what it's like now. I don't know if now, if, if the Chinese still does the theater and all the harsh training, I don't know. I mean, every culture is different. You know, if we had a theater school where people got beat, they'd hashtag cancel that school yeah. right away. <laughs> yeah, that school wouldn't be uh, functioning. No, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, but, but back to the movie here. Um, yeah. Remember the big old fat guy, the real giant uh, guy had that diaper like thing on. What he was, was his? Yes. I remember, uh, what the hell did they call him? It was during the shower scene. Yes, I can't remember uh, what they, they called call, him. Uh, uh, no, because I was going to say Tarzan, but that's the other guy. Oh, what the hell? Anyway, yeah, they call it his nickname. It'll come to me while I'm talking about it. But yeah, they're like, yeah, we need to let him out. Yeah, he comes and, walking in the bathroom area, and, <laughs> and, and you can he, you can hear him walking. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, <laughs> big old bald dorky looking dude and and he he said uh they he tells ricky something to the effect of they 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 told me i get a pound of rice if i make you into mincemeat and put you in a pie yeah. or something it's like and then what he, <laughs> then he, he punched him so hard he flew across the room into that naked guy showering yeah <laughs> that was funny i laughed out loud on that part yeah, he was just a big, big, yeah. fat, giant guy, and he just, yeah, they sent him in to teach Ricky a lesson because, of course, like we mentioned before, that guy got his eye knocked out by yeah. nails and a board. But um, and that was one of the first, I would say, extravagant uh, scenes or mm-hmm. special effects because he punched him and he went in one side, out the other side, and then pulled his arm out, and all his guts said. That was awesome. Yes. Yeah, that was they yeah. did a good job. I'm I'm telling you, the, the practical effects that really surprised me how good of a job they did with that, you know, at that time with, with you know what they had, especially with that big fat guy. And of course when he falls back, you know, they had the big old gash in his stomach where Ricky just punched a hole through yeah. <laughs> or knocked his guts out. So but he kills him, then they they grab him and, and take him away, and then he that's where he goes back to more scenes with his, or I think that was the first scenes I think we might've saw with his uncle where it was at night and he was in the graveyard and mm-hmm. he's sitting in his cell meditating. And didn't he do that? Didn't he float? 
Yes. Didn't he, he was sitting in yeah. the graveyard with his, with his <laughs> white tank top on and he's floating in the air. Yeah. Yes. I <laughs> he did float. Now, <laughs> he was magical. This is early on in the movie, but by the time the movie was over, did you actually, did one part of your brain go, well, why did he stay? This movie should have been five minutes long. He got to jail. He busted out. That's because it's, yeah, he was, (laughs) yeah, it it was, it it was funny because he was like, you're right. You go through all this crap just to punch a giant hole in the wall and just walk out anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I guess he was trying to be a good guy. He he did something wrong. He deserved it. Maybe he was one of those wholesome guys like, okay, I broke the yeah. law. I did something wrong. I'll go pay my time. But I mean, he was better off not being there. But, you know. But- well, they tortured him. Uh, now, I, I do want to mention this, this scene. The scene when he first goes to the assistant um, warden and they go in the office and the assistant warden has a hook hand. His fake eye is in a glass of water that he drinks out of. And I couldn't help but notice the massive collection of porn tapes that were all in that. Yes. <laughs> office. yes. It's like, yes. I, I looked and I had to look at, I, I actually had to pause the movie. I'm like, are those porn tapes? Yes. A whole, a whole back behind <laughs> nothing but porn. <laughs> So, Nothing but porn. Oh man, and, uh, and they and they look legit, like they were real eighties, you know, porn. You, yeah, you know, the girls in the corn. It's like I was like, oh no, hey. legit, legit. Uh, feels of uh, walking through a beaded door. <laughs> on yeah, that, on that scene, I mean, I saw that and I'm like, that looks like a shitload of porn on the wall. And then he was eating. There was so much food on that table. It was like, my God, you you slob. You're going to eat all that stuff? Everybody else in the prison's starving. And you oh, yeah, they're starving to death. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did like the, you know, the warden's look, I did, or the assistant warden's look. I did like it. You know, he had the fake eye, and his eye was a different color. It was like a brass kind of color. I guess they wanted it to look red, but it came off more orange looking. So yeah. he had a fake eye and, you know, no, no hand on the other one, but he didn't really annoy me. I think the one character that annoyed me more than the warden's son was the, um, I can't remember his name. He was one of the, um, one of the gang leaders and he very, he, he was the one that always jumped around and he had, uh, he had that other guy that was with him all the time, throwing the ropes in oh, the hooks. Yeah. It was that guy. Oh, the guy that grew the poppy seed farm, and and okay. he got mad when yeah, that guy. I, I he annoyed the shit out of me. I was like, he he stayed alive way too long in this movie, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, that was the who I'm trying to remember the there was the three. You had the one guy who had that the one you're talking about, the one who grew the poppies. That was the guy with the tattoos. He had the like the Yakuza type tattoos. That no, that was the no, no, that that guy, um, which you know, while we're talking about it, that was a pretty brutal fight between those two. Yes. That was a pretty brutal fight because he slaps the bed. For some reason, they like people's eyes being knocked out of their head in this movie. And this is another one. He slapped the back of his head, or what do you do? He slapped him. And his eye flew out. Yeah. And then they get to fighting some more. And I guess the guy, oh, yeah, that's right. The guy cuts himself. He does like the 
the Yakuza thing where, you know, the self-sacrifice, he cuts himself open and then he starts to strangle Ricky with his intestines. Yes. You're going to, that was towards, that was, I think more in the middle, but yeah, yeah. He, says, he goes, if you're going to, if you, you're going to, if I'm going to die, you're going to come with me. And yes. Slowly reaches in, both out his gut. <laughs> goes and then he starts choking ricky with his intestines yeah but the guy i'm talking about he's more uh effeminate he was he 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 was very like he 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 was just a very sneaky guy and he always had that other guy with him like they were both very sneaky you talking about the the one of those three yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i i honestly think that was really a woman because I, I get maybe it was easier to get a woman to cut her hair and look like it would have been easier to find a girl because in the comic book, it was a very, very feminine, a very feminine uh, character. Yeah. So I've always thought that that actor, I mean, I don't know, because I can't if if you tell me your name's Bob, I'm pretty sure you're a guy. If you tell me your name. <laughs> if you tell me your name is. You tell me your name is Jung Ji. I don't know if that's a girl or a guy. So you can, I can look at the actor's name all day long, and I still, I still don't know if it's a female or not. So yeah, I, I'm a, I always thought it was a female because it was very, very feminine. Just fair, fair yeah. skin. It just, it just looked like you know. Like I, I'm on the name. same page with you. I thought, it, yeah, I, I was like, this. Is, I think it's a w- woman. They cut her hair short, and but she's supposed to be supposed to be a man. There's no women yeah, in this prison. No, it's supposed to be a guy. So, but yeah, that that character just annoyed the hell out of me. I was like, man, this they any character that you keep alive and and they keep escaping certain death, and they're a bad guy, and then they keep coming back and being annoyed. I'm like, I, I just I wanted that character to die so bad. I'm like, please, I'm tired of seeing this character. Oh yeah. But, you know, and then that one guy, um, Tarzan, that's the one I remember the most is Tarzan, that big dude that nearly crushed Ricky's head when he first fought him. Oh, Oh, no. When they're in the actually, they were in a jail cell. They got thrown in a jail cell. Yeah. Is that the one where the the top came down? Yeah, that's the one. And that that whole scene was pretty cool. I thought. Oh, yeah. Now, now I remember, if I remember correctly, they um, he redeemed himself at the end because they were fighting in the jail. Yes. He was out to kill Ricky, but then by the end of the fight, he realized the was it the assistant warden or was it the main warden? It was no, the main the main warden had already he already came in and he was sitting there and um, just enjoying the show like they were. Right. He, him and Tarzan got thrown into the same jail cell and he was just sitting there laughing. And of course his little idiot son was, you know, making jokes. So, yeah. So he, he eventually, he's the one to help Ricky survive, but he still lost his, you know, yeah. The floor came crashing down. Yeah. That was, that was something to see. That was. Well, when it, that scene, when he has his arm, like he was, I guess he already had his arm injured, but he had his arm up. And when it started coming down, he was, uh, or no, he was already injured. He was like that trying to hold it up with his body. What's left of it. Cause yeah. Ricky fucked him up. Um, that scene was pretty cool. And then he's like, and then Ricky tries to help him. He's like, come on. And he's like, no, just get out of here. And again, Ricky just jumps out 
and hits the bars and the bars just fly off. It's yep. like, why did you do that in the beginning? <laughs> what is going on here? And then when you were talking about the fight in the courtyard where the guy put the things over, if you recall before that, they had that guy, that sympathy guy with no tongue, I think it was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ricky pulled that whole thing out of the ground to get him down. Yes. And then he got hurt in the fight. Ricky tied his tied his own tendons back together. Remember, they cut his yes. arms. So he's standing there going. It's like, dude, this this guy's a god. He can't be hurt. I know you can't you can't mess him up. Yeah, he he picked up that giant cross and just laid it down because <laughs> that guy was, I guess, tied to that cross. They had put it up there. Yeah, to mess with him, but uh, yeah, that whole seat. Yeah, I remember that now when he had it. You can tie your own tendon back, and then you can fight. That that's something to behold right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. But like I said, the fight scenes were really, really cool. If uh, you know, for the time, like I said, for the time it comes out, that it came out, and it's just. I, I I really was impressed with it. Yeah, the story, like you said, is all over the place. And then you get to find out why Ricky's in jail because he, you know, he got well. First off, they shot him. <laughs> they shot him because I guess they were they were kidnapping. They were trying to kidnap his girl. Yes. And she ended up just falling off a what like what was it four stories yeah, building? She fell off the, yeah. And. It upset him, and of course, he goes after these guys. And I, I can't remember. Help me with this part because I'm trying to remember everything I saw in this movie. It was all over the place. But from what I gather, they shot at him, but he still got to them. Yes. And so he attacked, and these guys were connected. They were either cops or they were just dirty cops or something. Anyway, they were connected in some way. That's why Ricky ended up in prison and, you know, he tried to help out everyone he could in there, <laughs> getting yeah. some crazy altercations. Uh, the there, other scene. Yeah. Cause remember, I was just re- remembering that one scene too, where that guy took that, that saw blade and swung it and it went. Wah! And it got oh, stuck yeah. in that guy's face, but they did it. <laughs> They you you could see the stop motion. You could see a little bit of the clip from the guy, and then where they stopped it, and then put in the special effect, so it jumps just a jumps just a second. Yes, so it like comes to it comes in, and then it just suddenly stops. But I I was just remembering that we says, like, <laughs> and then uh, when they when they killed the assistant warden, that was funny. Oh yeah, they chopped his arm off, and they pretty much all ganged up on him. And he was no more after that. <laughs> they no, they, just did him up. they stomped that, him down. But that fight he had in the courtyard, the second one, the one that happened at night, that one took a little longer because he was fighting. He was fighting that the the very feminine, the the feminine uh, mm-hmm. uh, martial artist, and then he was fighting the one that I think you were talking about annoyed you, the little dude who do the yeah yeah they were on ropes. Because he yes. fought those, he fought those two. I do believe he fought them together outside with the flames, and it was at night when he fought the, the those two. Yes, you're right. When he fought the Tarzan guy, that was inside. The that that, that, that ended up inside whenever all hell was breaking loose. And that yeah. was the last fight with those three. Because after after he fought Tarzan, that was it was time to for the massive showdown with the the warden. <laughs> yeah, which the warden. 
takes some medication. So I guess to keep him from hulking out, because uh, I guess apparently he's actually a monster. <laughs> like he has to take this, like each time he gets mad, he has to take some medication to keep him calm or else he's going to be a giant thing. And this is what we see at the end. Yeah. When he, when, when, well, not the total end, but the fight scene between him and the warden, we see what he becomes. And he's just this big, massive blob. And if you really want to know what he looks like, it's in the intro, but we'll have a video clip. <laughs> but it, it, that fight scene is part of the intro of the show of what the warden turns into. Now, I don't know. What do you think of how he looked on that? I thought it was kind of funny. He looked like. Now, I know when I do the, I don't know, you probably, well, of course you've seen it. You, you edit them together. Um, I'm a big person about monsters. I like monsters. And I'm not me. I don't mean like the CGI monsters nowadays. Of course I like them. But I'm talking about I love monsters from the past. So yes. like so when Sci-Fi Sideshow, sometimes I ramble a little bit too much on how much I like the bad guy's costume. I thought this one was, it reminded me of something from, I don't know if you remember a show back in the day. It was Sid Marty Croft. They had like uh H&R Puffin stuff. and uh, Oh, yes, yes, and, yes. And, and, and like the Slee Stacks and stuff yeah. from uh, Land of the Lost. <laughs> yeah. He reminded me of one of those old school just body suits where it was just a suit. And mm -hmm. I, but I thought it looked really good. I could have I could have lived without the big old snot bubble hanging out. Yeah. I, I guess a, that was like, a okay. him look nasty. I guess he was supposed yeah. to be nasty and menacing. So they... They had a giant snot bubble coming off of him, and then of course he's just this big. Yeah, I, I I didn't hate how he looked. I really didn't. I mean, I thought it looked pretty cool how he how he was. But yeah, he was just a big old disgusting thing. And of course, um, yeah, that whole fight scene between him and Ricky <laughs> that, that was interesting. And he and then he gets turned into hamburger meat. Yeah, and wasn't his son watching the whole time? Yeah. I, I that little I, annoying, his little annoying yeah. son. Make sure you insert the son in here so people. I'm going to it, it, and the, realize okay. how annoying he really was. <laughs> kicking, they here, buried here. all those people. He was kicking dirt down there. It was like, yeah, he's like, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and and that happened. I know we kind of all over the place on this show, so forgive us. But I do, uh, you know, we start talking about it. And I start remembering, and you said that scene. They bury him. They bury Ricky, like they bury him alive. Yeah. And then they get him. Uh what did they said? No one, no one can last. No one's ever lasted four days. And of course, on the fourth day, they get a backhoe <laughs> and get yeah. dig him out. And he's got all those rebar stuck through him. Mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He they they buried him up and and um, like that scene you told me uh, or you just said about his son, but uh, they made all the prisoners like what they were trying to do is discourage the prisoners because everybody right. was on Ricky's side. They're like, he's an awesome guy. He's kicking everybody's ass. He's killing motherfuckers that beat us up. And they're like, we're going to we're going to break their spirit. So they're going to we're going to make them bury him alive. And that's pretty much what they tried to do. And yeah. it didn't work because. <laughs> He's uh he's a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> it was after that when he pulled himself out. That's when the assistant warden got it, and then mm -hmm. now I don't know about that outfit the warden was wearing. It looked like he was like an old 
French uh, sword fighter. He had that poofy little collar thing. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it was like, and then he turned into the, you know, it's like, what are you wearing, man? That's, they thought it was, I guess they tried to be, make him look like he was just like an elegant fighter. Yeah. That's what they do. They always uh, like he has a puffy shirt and he has a gun and, and a sword and he's just like a swashbuckling type. I guess a Errol Flynn type dude or what is a, a, a Gable? Yeah. <laughs> Clark but, Gable but, type. <laughs> but, but when he turned it, but he had that Hulk Hogan head, you know. Yeah, he did. He was, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. When he turned into that monster, his, his hair is sticking out the side, but he's completely bald down the middle except for. And it just looks, he just looks like, you know, he, he just looked really weird. He did. Yeah. It was he, one of the weirdest. It, it, <laughs> but he gets his, like we said, he gets turned into hamburger. <laughs> he gets thrown in the meat mixer. Yeah. So. And then Ricky takes his head and goes out in the courtyard and says, check it out. All these people trying to riot, you know, they got the prisoners and the, and the guards fighting. And then Ricky comes out with the severed head and says look what i got <laughs> everybody like what the hell happened and yeah he was like and he was covered in blood because of the the hamburger grinder yeah, the, all the, which i've I never mean, seen was, anything like that but okay <laughs> like, yeah, but, he was, but but he's totally here's what i'll get he's totally covered in red totally covered in red like mm -hmm. it was a bloodbath but by the time he makes it outside where the guards and the prisoners are fighting, he's clean. He's got a little bit of blood on him. It's like, did he walk through the shower on the way out? Yeah. And then, and then the, the final scene where he busted the wall down and he's leaving, it's like he's totally clean. He's got nothing on him. It's like, dude, yeah. it's not raining, he, but he's magically clean. But the one thing that got me, he busts that, bust that big old hole in the wall. Mm -hmm. They're all cheering, Ricky, Ricky, as he's leaving. Why are you staying back there? Go with him. Don't yeah. just stand back there cheering. <laughs> Be free, my friends. Be free. Yeah. And you can even tell when when uh, when he goes to punch that wall, you can already tell it's already pre kind of broken. And then when he hits it, it just shatters oh, yeah. the wall. And then he's like, "Everybody's free now," and they just kind of walk out. <laughs> like, well, he walks out. Everybody else is cheering for him, and they didn't yeah. even. But I mean, it, it, it was, it was a good, it was a, I loved, I loved the, the action, the fight. I'm a, I'm a sucker for martial arts in general. I have oh, a yeah. nice collection of, of, uh, DVDs of, you know, martial arts. I like the stuff from the sixties and seventies, a little bit more in the early eighties, the newer stuff when they got more modern and put in the, you know, when Jet Li and, you know, not the older Jackie Chan, but the newer stuff. I, yeah. I like the old, I mean, they still put it on good, but I like the older ones because the dubbing was bad. Their mouths didn't match. It just, it used to, you know, it just brings back memories of being a kid. And you're like, you didn't know any better. You know, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the early 80s. I'm like eight years old, nine years old. And it's like, uh, this movie's weird. They're, they're, why aren't they're, What's wrong with their mouths? They don't matter because there was back in the late seventies, early eighties, there was no video stores to go to. There was no way for me to find even in the even when this movie came out in ninety one. Unless you lived in a big city that had a a big immigrant population, you could. I grew up in Georgia. I grew up in the country area, a rural area of Georgia. 
we may have had some video stores in the 80s, you know, mom and pops for a Best Buy Best Buy for Blockbuster came in. But yeah. we didn't but we didn't have an import. These guys weren't going to pay 70, 80, 90 dollars for one kung fu movie. So you just had the American versions or the British imports, but you didn't I didn't know anything. You know, like there's an animated show, I'm sure you're you might be aware of it. It's called Robotech. Yes. It's actually three different Japanese animes put together and he rewrote it. So what you're watching isn't really what it was. He created a whole new, but he got the image. He got the, he got the, he got the uh, anime. It totally changed what it was about, but used the same art, you know, the same cells, everything. So it's like the first time you see it, you're like, oh, this is awesome. Then, you know, 20 years later, you find out, oh, these are from three different animes put together. But you, we didn't have that kind of, we didn't have the internet or anything back then. So I love the old fashioned. It's, you know, it, it drags me in. It's like well, we watch on. Um, I, I watch, you know, Martial Arts Monday on B Movie. Like oh yeah. I just, I just love all that old martial arts. It's gritty. You know, it's it's uh, the stories are cut and dry. They're not too complicated. But I like Jackie Chan said in an interview one time. When it comes to Hong Kong, China, when it comes to them over here, we write a story. And then we think about what's the action's going to go in there. You know, we storyboard it. But you write the story first. He says over there, they get all the action stuff together first. And they write a story around that. <laughs> that's why they're, That's why sometimes it, all the old movies from the 70s, at least, they end instantly. The bad, the main bad guy win, it loses. Jackie Chan or, or whoever drops to their knees because uh, they won. <laughs> and then it freeze frames and then the movie's over. You don't get any, you know, extra like, did he go back and repair his house? Did he find this old man? Yeah. <laughs> the boss is, it's like a video game. We defeated the boss. It's over. Mm -hmm. going. So I, 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 that's this, that's what this movie was like. He killed the boss and boom, he left. That was it. There it was so, you know, did, where did, did he go back and find his uncle? Did he, you know, what happened to Ricky? We don't know because Hong Kong don't care. No. And, so, and and that makes sense too. Uh, a lot, of, like you said, a lot of those movies back in that time, it was, I was like, okay, you beat him. All right, that's it. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. You know, now now we have more of a a story, and and characters are a little bit more developed than just a revenge type story. Right. But also, if you look at all the popular shows and movies a lot of people kind of go for the guy that's he's not really a total good guy he's kind of a bad guy or he's a you know um a vigilante or you know like he's not really 100 percent straight lace following the rules yeah that, so that's, that's that's stone cold's fault okay before stone yeah. cold came along, <laughs> you either love the face and you booed the heel and then Austin came along, and then it was like, oh, he's a tweener. Tweener's rule. He's, yes. he's looking out for himself. DTA, baby, DTA. So it's like, it's like that, 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 you know, nowadays, like you said, anti the Punisher. Everybody likes the Punisher. It's like the, the anti hero, but he has, a, he has morals. You know, I don't care about you. I don't care about nothing. But, oh, don't take that lady's purse. So it's like he only watches out for himself, but he does the right thing when he has to. Well, kind of it, 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 kind of like not just movies, but everything else. You know, like uh, Conor McGregor. You know, everybody likes him, but he's a total yeah. asshole to everybody. He talks shit. He talks shit about everybody. So does Logan Paul. So does you know, um, 
Floyd Mayweather when he was big, you know, he, yeah. I, I, I'll kick your ass, you know, I'll, I'll just, you know, people, people seem to gravitate towards that, especially around this, you know, I guess generation, I want to say yeah. kind of goes for that. I mean, I like the Punisher too and Batman and all that, but also I'm like, why does someone have to be a total jackass? And, and people love them for some reason. They love them. Yeah. So, I mean, but, I don't know. But when it- but when it comes to movies here in the States, they they want to have all the action and have all the story. And then that's how come you get like a three hour Batman. Yeah. I haven't I haven't watched it yet because of the fact that it is three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see it. I hear good things about it, but it's like it's three hours. I, I sat through that Justice League Snyder cut and I was like, okay, it was good, but it I took two nights. I, I watched some of it and then I stopped and watched the next, the rest of it the next night. I wasn't going to sit that long. And that's, yeah. that's, that's like with Lord of the Rings in the theaters, they were still three hours, but I bought the director's extended cuts. Cause I wanted to see everything. And even I was as much as I like it, it's like, you know, do you really need to tell, but that was based on a book. So it's like, okay, I'll let it go. If you're writing a, an original screenplay movie, try to speed it up. I mean, Either speed it up or say, hey, let's do it in two parts. And really, I think the reason movies are that long now is because you have people that, and I'm guilty of it, uh, sit there and watch a whole series. Yes. How long is a whole series? An episode, what, 40 minutes, maybe an hour an episode? And how many seasons? You know, eight You know but, of that. So I, I get what you're saying, but it, it's divvied up. Right. It is, and, but and it go ahead. and it depends on how it's laid out. Like, we'll take for instance, uh, what was the one on Netflix? The one that we just all went crazy about, uh, Squid uh, Game. Yeah, yeah. It it was the way it was done. Could I have watched two episodes and then gone to bed? No, I had to keep next, mm-hmm. next, next because the way it was laid <laughs> out. But there's other shows that have been on Netflix where I'm like, I'm gonna go to bed. I'll finish. I'll pick. But Squid Game, I swear I watched. I mean, I probably took two days, but it felt like I did it all in one day because I just didn't want to stop. It was just it. They just they dragged you in and then pulled you in some more and pulled you in some more. And next thing you know, it's over. Yeah. Oh, come on now. So I don't want it to be over. He didn't go see his daughter. What's going on here? You know, you're, you're, <laughs> your brain is going to pop out of your skull and slap the TV because you're like, just I want more. Yeah. And, and that's why I don't me and the wife don't watch too much TV anymore. Um, for a couple reasons, I think I brought this up on one of the other shows. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure. They're preachy now. They're yeah. preachy. I don't. A lot. I don't care for. I want to be entertained, not preached to. I don't need to be. I'm not involved in any movements. I'm just an old man who sits at home and wants <laughs> to watch. Something. And it's like they want to preach. And then you go yeah. back like and watch older TV shows, and they're not so preachy. So I don't watch a lot of TV anymore, but the shows on Netflix, some of them, some of them are not very good, and some of them are really good. I like their documentaries because I like the true crime stuff. It, it's like, oh it, man, you know, I, uh, I like the true crime stuff. I'm watching one right now, uh, the Roommate from Hell, where it shows these, these mm-hmm. roommates. Yeah, so I like stuff like that. Um, but some of their shows are hit and miss. But their movies, their movies, sometimes I can't really get sometimes in their movies like. That, that Texas changed, so I'm sorry. I mean, I love horror movies. I love cheesy horror movies, but there's <laughs> not one part of me that liked that movie at all. Yeah, I, not, I no, I feel part. you on that one. No, I, you're right. It was, I don't know. 
I, I, I know we went through it on a, a couple of things, but I, 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 not only was it not filmed in, in Texas, which, you know, I mean, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Come on. You got to film it somewhere close to here or, it, you know, there's, there's so many places you could have filmed and so many places that the original film took place that still exist. Right. So what are we doing here? You know, and the gore was all right. I get it. But the story, no, I, I didn't. The story was so off. It was just so off. I mean, the violence was up to speed. Like you said, when he was massacring everybody on the bus, I was like, yeah. But, but <laughs> they, they brought that Sally character back. And why? Because they, was it, kinda... it was a ripoff. That's what they were doing. They were ripping off of Halloween. They're like, we need to bring ours back. Yeah, we need but the actress was dead. We're going to get someone. Yeah, exactly. That's all it was. See, sometimes nostalgia works. Sometimes it like, does. I, di I didn't think it worked in Texas. Um, I can't talk about Star Wars because I'm such a Star Wars mark. They could they could make it and make it. <laughs> they could they could use they could. The next Star Wars movie could be done. And, and cut and paste like like uh, South Park, and I think it was the greatest thing ever. So, so you can't. If anybody ever asks me my opinion on Star Wars, don't believe my opinion because it's not going to be an honest opinion. And I, I'll always tell anybody, I judge everything fairly except Star Wars. It can do no wrong. It's it, it's it can do no hey, wrong. That I'm I'm the same with certain things too. I am. It's like the baby in the family. No, your little brother didn't do it. You did. No, 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 no. He's too sweet. And so, so that's how Star Wars is for me. But like that new Obi Wan show, that that one obviously it's it's just going to be nostalgia, but it might be good. But like I love the Halloween, but because of Mike and everybody, I haven't watched Kills. I bought it, but I haven't watched it because I'm. They all hate it. No, so, I, I, I'll tell you what, it, it's definitely, no, Mike didn't hate it. Mike loves it. Everybody oh, else does? hated okay. it. Yeah, he loves it. And oh, I, okay. and I liked it too. I didn't hate it. There was just, um, it's going to be interesting what they do after. No, Mike loves it. He, he kept oh, posting okay. like over 250 million on some of the old episodes you know, that thing puck pops up. No, he, um, I I had certain problems with it, but um, it it wasn't it wasn't horrible. It was nothing like Texas Chainsaw, whatever the hell we just saw um, on Netflix. But 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 like when it comes to Ricky, I know we got way off here. No, no, no. Um, they, this is what it is. We talk about whatever the hell we want. Ricky <laughs> was back in a time where they probably they had to put a lot of work, thought, effort into doing this mm -hmm. because. I mean, nowadays with all the special effects, you could turn any comic book, you can do anything you want. I mean, anything. You look at the old Superman movies, they're good, but their special effects are dated. That's why sometimes certain movies, depending on, I don't want to see a Blu-ray version because it may, it really draws out what you should, couldn't have seen back in the day on your little tube TV. And now they put it in 4K and they remaster it and you're like, well, this looks faker than it did when I saw it when I was 10. So, so, but like, like the Ricky movie, it's perfect. And I love my bootleg copy because it makes it look even worse. I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> but it's, it's like got a little mm -hmm. box. It's, it's not, uh, it's not, exactly it's not widescreen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
so it's like I was like, oh, I hope I got you a copy. I said, I hope he doesn't. Uh, hope he doesn't get annoyed at watching it like this. No, it, I didn't. But, I, I, it like you said, it added to it. It was just an old school looking, you know, uh, film, and I like that. that that's why. I, that's why I love B movie TV. A lot of the movies, you're like, I can't really see what the fuck's going on because it's dark as shit. But. Well, but we were but, watching one day he had a movie on there and I swear every every 30 seconds it would I, I so I went on the app I went on Facebook to the group and the only thing I typed in was man fix that tracking and yeah. and uh and uh, <laughs> uh um, everybody was laughing because they knew what I was talking about but the screen kept but I like that cuz I grew up I don't know how kids are nowadays I don't even know if they trade like they did when I was a kid we traded VHS tapes Mm-hmm. My cousin would give me a VHS type. I'd give him a VHS tape, and they would be horror movies, you know, com. It'd be anything. It'd just be, but it would eventually you'd eventually get your hands on the tape that somebody got from somebody else who got it from somebody from another state. So we did a lot of VHS tape trading, and now I guess they don't have to nowadays with streaming. And now you can yeah. you can buy a movie on a streaming service, and there's an option for you to share it. Certain movies you can watch, like I could go on Vudu. And send you a link, and we could sit together and watch a movie on Voodoo, even though you didn't buy it. Certain movies they license it so you can share them. But see, I, I miss the old days where we had to really work hard to see something. I know it, it was I mean, it was part of the hunt. It really was, it, and it was it was something fun. And the video stores were were a blast. You know, I, I I'm fortunate enough to be a part of that. You know, uh, that I got to see that. And, and even in, you know, my young adult life, you know, we still had Blockbuster and Hollywood video. So, you know, yeah, there's DVDs and everything. And then the Blu-ray thing hit. And then, of course, I think that's where a lot of stuff started going away because Netflix started. Yeah. Oh, we can get stuff through the mail. And that's just awesome. We'll, we'll rent the DVDs and they come to us. Right. You know, and. Of course, Redbox and all that as well. And then streaming just killed them all. It just oh, did. But it also, this that's why I still like the Vinegar Syndrome and the, mm-hmm. uh, and the uh, Scream Factory and all that. Because some stuff should still be, I want to hold it in my hand. You yeah. Know, I know what, I know like I got recently, the newest thing I got was Alligator. Um, but I, I, I could stream it somewhere because it's like, Amazon Prime has it, but you, it's just I just wanted to get my hands on it. I bought I bought that one. I bought the Robotech, not Robotech, Robocop. I uh, posted yes. a picture of it. The, the Arrow video released it. Those have the TV versions. Do you know how hard it is to find a TV version? <laughs> Most of the horror movies and stuff from the eighties, mm-hmm. I saw it for the first time on television. So people be like, "Why do you want to watch the TV version? It's all hacked up." Because that's the memories for me. I like the memories. Yes, I'm still going to watch it with, you know, the the uncut with it, but I want to I want to be able to see the TV version of it too. And Shout Factory and all these guys they they really put a lot of effort into making these, you know, putting these movies together. Like I I'm going to pre-order the 6 million dollar man Mike posted on the site. Yeah. It's like I'm like I looked at him like it's 150. dollars so I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to have to save my money." I showed my wife and she's like, but she said I could. She she said I could get it. I mean, it's got all the shows. 
It's got all the movies. Heck yeah, uh, man. The, it's got the, so it's like, okay, t- t- for me, it's worth it, you know? And it's just, I just, I'm a sucker. I buy stuff. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the day I got my Batman. My Batman yes, I did. Pop. I actually saw yeah. that. On the, I thought that was real cool. The, the Batman pop. Had it pre-ordered for a year. I'm like, I don't think it's ever going to come. They and then it finally anything. showed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I just I'm a I'm a I'm I'm 50 years old, but inside here there's still a kid. I, I oh mean, yeah. I still I, I play video games. I watch TV. You know I just the only thing I don't do, and that's because I have a bad back. I don't get on the floor and play with my grandkids. They have to get on the couch and play yeah, with and, I'm and too ju- <laughs> like but just I jump just, around me over here. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just I'm a big nerd, and that's why I like doing this. And I, you know, I just it yeah. Just, it, I'm the same. I'm the same. You know, I got physical media still. I mean, there's some stuff that I I bought a long time ago or was given to me for Christmas or, you know, and they're DVDs. But, you know, um, I've been kind of dabbling in getting some VHS stuff. And uh, especially these new campaigns that come out with the newer films, they have a VHS option. And I, I'm I'm going to get those. I, I like having that. It, it it is uh like you said it's uh, nostalgic for people to have stuff like that and um yeah this this movie really has that feel to it and I I don't know if you have the I guess I don't know who comes out with a new version of it but like you said vinegar syndrome and arrow what they do is they have like the the commentaries and then they have special scenes that were cut out and all that. So I don't know if they'll ever have that with this one. I don't think they have anything like that out for this one. Do you know? No, I think I think I saw it on Amazon. I think it's like twenty something dollars. It was just I think it's just a regular cut of the movie. I don't know if it had any special features huh. or anything. Um, so I'm unsure. Like I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure this copy I have is just a direct transfer from a VHS. It's probably, it looks like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see, movies get abandoned. That movie, as far as I know, that movie could be no one. No one might have the rights to that movie anymore. I mean, I'm surprised Mill Creek hasn't put it out, which, you know, because they put out a lot of those Asian movies. The licenses just drop. At least that's what I'm thinking, because I have a whole bunch of Kung Fu's in those 50 movie packs and, and 12 movie packs. And it's like nobody has the license. It's. They're like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how copyright works and I don't want to know because it seems complicated. (laughs) It is. But it just seems like that that Mill Creek releases so much stuff. You know, like I know for a fact, like uh, Return of the Living Dead, it's public domain because of something. They made a mistake back in the day. They didn't renew something. So anybody can, you know, but Criterion did it. I bought the Criterion version and it's nice and cleaned up. It's got tons and tons of extras, whereas... Mill Creek and them usually just put them out and there's no extras. It's just, it's, here's the movie. Enjoy. But I don't know if Ricky ever had any kind of proper release. Uh, I'm looking at, I just found it while you were talking. I, I, I found uh, it is a Blu-ray, but it won't say who, who it, it's a Blu-ray of it. The cover looks pretty cool. Um, it's twenty five ninety nine for the Blu-ray version of it. Oh, look, hold up. Story of Ricky. There is actually a a box set. Huh? Wow. Was that another movie in the series? No, no. It. I think it's the all the comic books and everything. It looks like. It it looks like it's a whole big deal. Hong Kong martial art. Okay, comedy. Mm -mm 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 -mm. 
Well, this one's like $88. Whoa. Yeah. Deluxe limited edition Blu-ray. 1992 Deluxe Limited Edition. So it looks like it has Story of Ricky. Oh, Caged Fury. I guess that's what it was called as well. Hmm. It comes with slipcover. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I wish I could. T- I, I wish I could tell you more what comes in this damn thing. Is it? Is that's that all. on Amazon? It is. Uh, it's on eBay. Yeah, eBay. it's on eBay. I have, look, I have to look into it. I have to look into it. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Now I'll always keep my old copy if I ever mm. want to watch it. But I would like to see if anybody you know cleaned it up a little bit. Maybe make got the aspect ratio right. But I have to look into if it's got extras and stuff. But I, I will say this: anybody that's listened to us and talk about this movie, I mean, I, I, I really think that people should watch this, especially if you like oh, yeah. the martial arts stuff. And even if you're not a big fan of the martial arts stuff, just for the the practical effects, if you're like into anything like that, this this is really really cool to watch and maybe get some ideas off of. I think. I mean, it it it, it amazed me how they could do such great practical effects. And I know people who are movie snobs would say, how do you consider that exceptional? It, it For the time it was. Yeah. yeah. Everything, everything, unless you're really going to gut somebody, it's always fake. It's just with all those techniques. Now it looks good. Like, uh, like Ken, for instance, Ken has low budget B movies. He makes, they're good. And, uh, Mary Death is very good at the special effects stuff. It looks his movies look really good. Um, they look better than that. His stuff looks better than the st- stuff in these older movies. <laughs> but that's how the technologies change and the skills have changed. But back then, that was top notch. That was yeah. that was top notch. I mean, and we'd see people get shot and people get stabbed. And, you know, Friday Thirteenth, we'd see their heads get chopped off. But nobody, you know, ever took their guts out and no. killed somebody with it. Nobody ever got grinded into hamburger meat. <laughs> I mean, it was, we saw violence, but we never saw over-the-top violence. Yes. This movie is a must. And it's not one of those kind of movies that's going to scar you or make you sick. It's just, it's just over-the-top. It's like, you want to know my honest opinion? If mm. Monty, if Monty Python made a horror movie, it would have been Ricky. Yes, <laughs> that's how I that's how I look at it. It would have been. I, I think you're right. <laughs> I mean, if it, it, in uh, Holy Grail they chopped that guy's arms and legs, and so that's what I say. This is like they did it. It's a serious movie, but as a viewer, at least for me, I couldn't take the movie seriously at all. Oh no. It, just so so many funny little things that you see, um, little little mistakes, and of course, again, like we said, what they tried to get away with, uh, effects wise. Hey, you know, a for effort, man. At least you tried. At least you tried to do something halfway decent. And the guy who wrote the music for the movie should get an award because there is no music in it whatsoever that's lighthearted. It's no. all ba- it's all bass and dun, 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 dun. I mean it. This movie, for as goofy as it was, they were trying to make a serious film. I think I don't think they were trying to make it 
goofy and like like the way we view it is oh i can't take this shit seriously i don't think yeah. they were like that i think they thought they were making a masterpiece you know with all the serious music and you know ricky was stoic no one in a the only funny part of that movie you should put that clip in here okay the, the funniest <laughs> the the funny, no satisfaction oh 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 and i try and i try and i try hey uh, to the bathroom i can't get no yeah <laughs> he, was singing, he, was, he was singing the rolling stones and it was terrible and i'm like but i'm like oh my god that that was the only part that i think they were putting in there for comic relief and it was it's like you got to put that in there that, that, that's that little scene it was it was perfect. oh it'll make it <laughs> but it, it, it's just i miss i miss a simpler time like you know like it it bad things happened back in the day we people think that people my age always are like oh things are better for us oh there were troubles then yeah there were troubles then but you only knew what was going on regionally or in your area yeah when i watched the news in atlanta i knew what was going on in atlanta maybe yeah. what was going on up in tennessee maybe what was going on in the carolinas and going on in alabama I didn't know what the hell was going on. I don't know what Poe was doing back in Texas. I didn't know what was going on. The only thing I knew about, you know, was when that dude in the, shot up that McDonald's in California. But that was news everywhere. But that was still the 80s. I didn't I don't know what was going on in New York unless it was something major. Now, every little thing I, I know yeah. what's going on in certain cities. I'm like, you know, so and so did this. I said, why do I care? Because news. So for me, it was a simpler time because all I had to worry about was me. I had my little neck of the woods, you know, I went to school, I came home and I was introduced to so many things and it was just a simpler time. So that's when I watch movies or play an old retro game, you know, from the NES days, it's because it brings back memories, you know, Atari 2600. It's just the memories. I, I'm not stuck in the past per se. <laughs> I was just, I was just happier then. Yeah. You know? I didn't have a mortgage. I didn't have car payments. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have grandchildren run around that I got to make sure, you know, it's, I didn't have so much to do. So it was a carefree life. It was a carefree life. Nowadays, kids nowadays, they don't live carefree lives because they're so busy on the internet and seeing this and that. And it's like, uh, I, I long for a simpler time again, which I'll never get. So that's why I enjoyed doing this with you, you know? No, I, I, that's why I love talking about this stuff too. And that's why I like watching the older movies. You know, I watch a same thing like you. I watch either B movie TV or I find a movie that I've heard about and never seen that's from like the 60s or 70s or, you know, even the 80s. But I think this is something that all of us kind of enjoy doing because we have the technology now to kind of do it, you know? Right. And so it's kind of like a double edged sword, you know? It's good in one aspect and terrible on the other. Well, so it's well, just like. What do you do? Well, now, other well, technology, who knows what I'd be doing? But I, I, I met you through this. Oh, now yeah. I know, and then I met Mike through you. I met Ken. It's like so much stuff has changed since I've known you and Ken. And now I know Mike. My life has changed a lot in the aspect that I'm getting, I'm getting to hang out with people who like the same kind of things I do, even though we're not in the same area code or the same yeah. zip code. And that's you know that's what I like about that. It's like. I, I don't, not many people around here I can talk to about these things, but I got you guys. And it's like, you know, I could probably show, when my grandson gets older, I could probably show him like Smokey and the Bandit or Cannonball Run. And he'd probably sit there. This movie's like, not what is good. 
<laughs> when I was a little boy and I went to the theater and saw Cannonball Run, I thought it was the greatest freaking thing I'd ever seen. I mean, how many teenage boys did you know from your day who didn't want a black Trans Am with the Firebird on? Oh the shoot, Eagle? man! Everybody yeah. wanted that. Yeah, there's grown-ups I know that still want that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like now all people want are SUVs and trucks. I'm like, oh. yeah. But I, 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 you know, I just, you know, <laughs> I miss the, and we can't get that humor anymore. Like when you know, mm. Smokey the Bandit. Mm. When I get home, I'm going to slap your mama. I mean, <laughs> no one's going to, you know, uh, yeah. some guy called his son a, you damn tick turd. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we can't Daddy, I lost my hat. Too bad your head wasn't in there with it. <laughs> I love that shit. I love it, man. It's like the, the humor, the humor is <laughs> gone, I think. The humor now is like the, like the Marvel movies. Those were good. And I like the humor in it, but it was modern humor. I miss slapstick, like airplane and, and oh and, yeah, you know, naked gun. I miss all you know. That's a nice beaver. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just had it stuck. I mean, I miss that kind of humor. No one's gonna do that no more. They'll get shamed. I know it's it's sad that little things like that kind of are are gone on the wayside. But you know, it'll. Right now, it's it's a different thing, and I think it'll come back because even in you know, late nineties, you still had some of that come back. It was a little bit more crude, but you still had some little things that came back and that, you know, people that were used to that slapstick stuff or something that was a subtle bit of humor. Right. They added those in there. So right now it's it's a different way of doing it. But I, I think it'll come back around. I really do. And like anything else, I think it just it. it but like you said, there are some things that are just gone. They're, they're never again. You know, it's just but not like, gonna happen. But like us doing this, you know, yeah. last week we did rock. Last time we did rock and roll zombies. This time we did Ricky. If just one or two people who watch this are like, oh, I got to find that movie, and I don't care how they find it. I'm not going to suggest any significant ways to find this movie. <laughs> But I just, you know, go out there, find this movie, watch it. If we can tell, if we can get two people to watch it, then it could spread. You know, people might, somebody might, you know, open the eyes of somebody else and get them into these kind of movies. And maybe mm -hmm. we can get, you know, there are people out there like Ken and some of these guys who are making old-fashioned good B-movies in a modern era. But we need more. We need more, we you know. We, Every, everything doesn't have to be a, a billion dollar blockbuster, you know, where, you, you know, oh, we're going to spend, you know, $30 million on this movie. And then, you know, it makes 25 million. Oh, we lost money. We're never going to make it again. It's like you could, it's the story. It's the story. It's the story and the heart of the people making the film that I think makes it what it is. Don't, don't try too oh, hard, sure. but don't, you know, it, 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 if your heart's in it, you'll make a good movie. If you're just, you know, uh, sometimes I think Hollywood makes movies just so they can insure them and they can turn into duds so they can claim some insurance money or a That's loss. It. I, just, I just, I don't, I just, cause some movies I question, like, why did this come out? I don't, you know, yeah. <laughs> like what, who, who did this appeal to? <laughs> like, why, why was this made? Well, well, I, movie, I get, uh, there's a lot the, I question too. The movie snob inside me only comes out when I watch big blockbuster movies. Cause I question, but I have never, ever, blasted an independent movie or anything i've never you know even if i thought the movie was ah, this wasn't for me i don't say anything because at least they tried and they tried with 
the money they found in their couch. So, you know, I, that's why when y'all were talking about the Indiegogo thing, yeah. Uh, the, the other day when uh, uh, you weren't there, it was Poe J. Poe J yeah. was on. <laughs> um, and that, and, uh, and I, I had said something that, that Morgan Wellborn had agreed with me, where I said, for me, it's I would like to see less fan films and more original content. Yeah. I don't have anything against the fan films, but everybody's doing them. Do something original. Write something original. I saw you posted something today about that camp out. Uh, what is it? The camp uh killer camp out too yes yeah, yes yeah I, I i'm gonna look into that later yeah uh, when i get some downtime um it looks interesting from what little bit i saw for that yeah a lot of good people are attached to that and they've already made a first one so this is part two same same director um the first one is independent film and it's you know i i enjoyed it i really did I like the character and I've been waiting for part two and finally they have part two coming out and actually they're funding for it. So, but you're right. There's a, there's a lot of uh, copycats out there and a lot of people think that they can do the franchise justice, but when it really comes down to it is they don't own any of the rights to any of it. And say you do a film that's, you know, either a prequel or uh, what happened after this film? You know, this is my idea. Okay, that's fine. But then they're going to come out with something with a big name. And then yours will be just, you know, there. Right, right. So uh, it, it's very hard. It's very hard for fans. And I, I get it. And there's a lot, you know, when I was a kid, me and my friends would be like, hey, man, you know, be cool. If Jason did this or Freddie did this or they did this with that French, you know, everybody's had those conversations. You know, I could do a better job than Final Friday, you know, or right. something like But I think, you know, it is kind of getting a little crazy right now. But yeah, back back in the eighties I did that. I was in middle mm-hmm. school, I do believe. And yeah. I had I I sat down, I didn't I'm not a, I'm, I, I have tons of ideas in my head, but I can't, I can't, I can't write, I'm, I, I can't write them down. I, I just, if I could tell them to somebody else and they could write it, I could, I could get a good movie out of it. But when I was a kid, I did an outline where I did a sequel to Heavy Metal because I thought nice. Heavy Metal is my all time. I love animated movies in general, but this one is the one above them all that I love. And I wrote, did an outline, you know, with, the little green ball coming back. And I mean, so, but I could have never done anything with it because once I got older, I would have got sued. (laughs) You can't use my ideas. You're going to sue you. But, but I just, you know, I, I'm a creative person up here, but that's as far as it goes. It gets up here. I tell my wife about it. My wife's like, here he goes again. And And then that's the end of it. So, because I used to be a tow truck driver. I have an idea for a horror movie. No one's ever wrote, written a horror movie about a tow truck driver. Not really. That's, that's the perfect way to kill people because <laughs> they're, they're glad to see you. So they'll yeah. hop in your, they hop in your truck, no questions asked, because, well, they're taking my car. What Have you ever second? I mean, I don't know if you've ever had your vehicles towed, but I've never had anybody be like, oh, no, I'm waiting on a ride. We'll meet you there. So I'll just get in the truck. So it's like I've always wanted to do that, but I just can't put idea to paper. It's a shame. So maybe someone will watch this and steal my idea. So, yeah. You 
No, they can't. It's already uh, patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> we'll copyright it right here. But but yeah, but 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 Ricky, that's just I just I loved it. It was a great. I suggest anybody who watched this find it. I don't care yes. how. Don't tell me how, but find the movie. <laughs> just find. <laughs> Find the movie, empty your brain, and just enjoy it for what it is. I'm, per- I guarantee you, at least 50, 70, 75% of you are going to be like, I wasn't that bad. So, especially people who watch Rabbit in the Red, I'm sure they'll like it. So, oh, yeah, but yeah, you should go I, check I, it out. It's, it's definitely like, like I said before, definitely interesting. I, if I was into, you know, practical effects and stuff, I would definitely watch this because there is some stuff I think to be learned from, you know what they had to do in order to get things done back in that time. But yeah, every, everybody starts, as far as we know, those guys are making blockbuster movies in China and have the cutting edge special effects. We don't know. Yeah, we're not yeah. in China, but I mean, you got to get your starts. <laughs> you got to get your start somewhere. You have to. And, and you know, uh, the story, the story, like we said, was kind of all over the place, but you know, it's neat. It's interesting. And I was entertained. I wasn't bored watching it. So definitely, I think people should check this out. Oh, yeah. A good story. A story of loss. A story mm-hmm. of he didn't really get redemption, but he went from one bad situation, got in trouble for it, went to jail like a good boy, and then got caught up in another situation. But this time, <laughs> this time, instead of him going, you know, he got in trouble for vengeance. Now he's just fighting for his life because he's in a corrupt, you know. So I mean, it's a good story. I, I'm not. I when I was complaining about it being all over the place, I wasn't trying to insinuate it was bad. No, it's a, it's a good story. It's just you got to really, you know, keep the pieces and put them in there. But it's a good story. I mean, it's it's you know, it's got tragedy. It's got revenge. It's you know, it's got all the stuff that you need to make a good story. You know. So yeah, but yeah. All right. So definitely everybody check that out. Um, I know me and you have been talking. We'll have another movie soon. Uh, there's some interesting ones out there. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll try to bring something that maybe you hadn't heard of before. So that's yes. our that's our aim. That's our aim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, thanks again, everybody. I, I, I had fun doing this, Paul, uh, as always. And we'll have another one soon. Everybody tune into all the cool shows out there. Rabbit and Red has to offer and B-Movie TV. Uh, well, you got anything for the folks before we say goodbye? Um, Find Ricky. You need to watch this movie. Just, <laughs> find just, it. Just find it. If you have to, if you have to, don't, don't do anything illegal, but find this movie. <laughs> find it. Borrow it. Beg, borrow, or steal. But find this movie. It's good. So that's all in closing. You need to see this movie. It rocks. Well said. No satisfaction. Oh, oh, oh. And I try. And I try. And I try. Hey.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.